0: What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Moody. Back with episode Moody's Point. Tall Santa Creek, Moody had a point. Now, we to just get straight to the point, bro. So, I'm chilling. I found me a new spot out south called Mikey's Pub. You mean know? Give me a nice little cold brew of beer. Two dollars. Nothing fancy. You know what I'm saying? Gets me where I need to go. I'm just chilling. And... I'm kind of late to the party. I'm late to everything, you feel me? So I, I hear everything late. Apparently now I've been getting all the news late and everything. And uh, I came across the commercial where Shakari Richardson and Kanye, they had like a little joint commercial going on and shit. And I heard, I seen it, okay, I seen it on YouTube. And your boy Kanye has an album coming out called Donda, you know. The album that's, you know, his, it's going to be dedicated to his mother. You know, it's in his mom's name. His mom's name is Donda. The album come out on Friday, I, you know. So he's pulling he's coming out with an album this Friday. i seen the uh, commercial and everything. And I heard the snippet he has on the commercial. With that being said, God, I can't wait till Friday hit. Because uh, that snippet right there, that snippet right there, Jesus Christ, if that's how every song on the album going to be, I can forget about Ye, I can forget about fucking The Life of Pablo, I can forget about Jesus is King, I can forget about the last three albums he put out, if he's doing shit like that on Donda, bro... Because I, I seen the features. I heard some of the features that you going to have on the album. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't even tell you how stoked I am for this album to come out on Friday. And, like, kind of even mysterious, you know what I'm saying? He, oh he, It was a year, a couple... Well, yeah, a year ago. In a couple of days, he said he was... Uh, Gonna release Donna, but you know, he's been bullshitting. He's in all uh, he's out in Wyoming with his private studio, tweaking and everything, changing songs, scrapping it. You don't know. But if that snippet that I seen off the commercial is gonna be on the album, I can only imagine what the other song what the other songs gonna be on the album. How going sound how they gonna sound? God, I cannot wait. Friday can't come quick enough speakers all charged at my that i have laying in the locker in my gig so i mean to all my almost peoples if you're uh working around me i'm gonna fuck around and bang down to no stop bro that's literally gonna be the only thing i'm gonna bang i'm not banging nothing else i already listened to migo's album i already listened to tyler creator's album i'm gonna re-listen to vince staples album because i still need to re to that to get more uh, familiar with what I can, like, you know, make out of that album. And I told everybody I was going to uh, fuck around and talk about those albums in my podcast. So I'm going to do some shit about that later on. But ever since I found out that Donda is coming out this Friday, God... Oh, I I will definitely be on it I will listen to the album And I am definitely gonna make a podcast That's one of the main Main things on my agenda that I gotta do Listen to Donda a few times Give me a good clarification of what I can Of what I got off the album And then I will give you my reaction to it bro I'll fuck around and ask somebody else I know somebody out here Who uh, are big with Kanye I know somebody out here will probably want to do it with me, so I can see if I can talk to some people. But basically, yeah, this episode, this could be episode 18, consists of uh, the preparation for the album Donda. And then I'm going to talk about the aftermath of the, Greek, uh, the Bucks and the Suns finals. Because we have a new champion, somebody different than nobody expected. So, I'm gonna talk about that. I got the bread pudding in my lap. I'm off the beer and the wine. so this could be a good episode, so stay tuned. Okay, so before I start, funny moment, uh, you ever woke you ever wake up or you ever doze off for a little bit and you wake up and you're like, "What the fuck?" That's kind of what happened to me. I dozed off. I'm like, what the fuck happened? I see a whole bunch of food stains on my pants and my hoodie. Uh, the bread pudding I was eating is, I had a piece of bread pudding that was just lying on my lap, lying on my chest. I don't know what the fuck happened. Well, I know what the fuck happened. I probably dozed the fuck off, but pretty sure I, I find that kind of funny. I find it real funny. But, yeah, so we have a new NBA champion. We have a new NBA champion, okay? The Bucks and the Suns were in the finals this year. It's probably one of the most weirdest and out-of-place teams to be in the finals in a while. Because you look at, you know, from 2010 all the way up to 2021, it usually consists of LeBron in every single finals or, like, the Heat or the Mavericks or the, you know, it just consists of some dealing with LeBron, and this is probably the first time since like what twenty nineteen where LeBron was not even featured in the finals. Shit, yeah, because the last time a team that didn't have LeBron in the finals was the Warriors and the, and the Raptors and the Raptors beat stuff, beat a stuff Curry Warriors team without Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant felt so long ago, did it? Well, yeah, LeBron, so this year, you know. LeBron was injured for most of the year. Anthony Davis was injured for most of the year. Hell, all your big time superstars were injured most of the year. So everything fell out of place, you know. The Greek Freak and the Bucks, they put together a team where, you know, Greek just come off of a extension where he's gonna be a Buck for a long time. So, you know what I'm saying, you know where that's going. And we're also coming off a year where the Nets put together a ridiculous super team consisting of, like, James Harden and Kyrie, KD, Blake Griffin. Should they had Marcus reach at the time, but he retired. So, yeah, this, this was a very, very interesting team for the Nets, who basically went, you know, championship or bust. But like I said, injuries played a big part. Harden was out for most of the playoffs with a hamstring injury. And Kyrie twisted his ankle, I think it went to the semifinals, and he fucked around. And Yeah, it was with the Bucks. He twisted his ankle. He never came back. And Ness got upset by the Bucks. You feel me? Um, KD, he was out a couple Well, he wasn't out in the playoffs, but he was out a couple games. She didn't put the team on his back, made a great-ass shot in the elimination game. And then he airballed the game-winning shot, or the potential tying shot, or something like that. Bucks fucked around and beat the Nets, and and then when you think about the Sixers, who probably when the Six when the Nets got bounced, I think that was the best shot for the Sixers to finally make a playoff push. You know, the, Joe M&B was always preaching of this. Um, Trust the process shit. So I'm thinking this was the time this was the year that the process was being trusted and they was gonna finally make a finals appearance. But your boy Ben Simmons just forgot how to play basketball, you know. I don't know what the hell he was on. He was pretty trash. To the point where now I'm gonna try and trade him away. I'm just shitty at the Pacers, who I'm a big Pacers fan, offered Brugged and, and a fucking first round pick for Ben Simmons. Like, you gotta come harder than that. Ben Simmons you know he was a trash ass bitch in the playoffs this year. Well, against the Hawks, I should say. He's still a superstar. Still a superstar. So, in order for you to trade for Ben Simmons, then give away Malcolm Brogdon, you have to give up Malcolm Brogdon, Miles Turner, probably T.J. Warren, just to get that guy, and a first round pick, and that's a lot. I'd rather just stick with the team you have. But no. But point of that is. The um, Sixers played the Hawks, and the Hawks upset. Yeah, they upset it. They upset the Sixers, and the meeting. the Sixers somehow lost number one seed. I got upset by the Hawks. I would never would have thought if we was talking about basketball when the season started <laughs> that we would get a Bucks and a Hawks Eastern finals. You know what I'm saying? Just to let it know, I would never thought Trey Young would be the man out of this year, especially, to lead the Hawks into the Eastern Finals. Regardless of what happened, who fell to injury and everything, just, I would have never thought it. nobody would have seen it. Nobody seen it coming. Just like in the West, everybody was expecting both L.A. teams to once again battle in the Eastern, I mean, uh, in the Western Finals. Western, yeah, Western Finals, but, you know, Brown got injured, uh, Anthony Davis got injured, Shit. Kawhi tore his ACL. Well, I think it was a parsley tore ACL. You know what I'm saying? So, Paul George had to put the team on his back. And then Clippers did their thing, you know what I'm saying? This They went two series where they was down like 2-0 and came back and won. Just they ran out of firepower against the Suns. I mean, the Suns, they exceeded hella expectations. But I knew the Suns was going to be something because last year in the bubble, they were undefeated and just didn't make the playoffs So that was the feel they needed to come out and show And then adding Chris Paul Was the icing on the cake pretty much So you had that going on And they just ran through the whole west You know, they beat the Clippers They beat the Lakers They swept the Nuggets You know what I'm saying They did everything right To the point where they made the finals First time in 93 So we had a Bucks And we had a Suns finals uh, matchup like, this is like shit that you play on 2K. You pick one of them two teams in the Hall of Fame and you trust your skills to the point where you fuck around and make the final. That's what this finals felt like. A 2K simulation of two teams that no one expected to make the finals. But we were happy to see different and fresh new teams. That's what they made. That's what I like to see how they made. I want to see fresh new teams, fresh new stars establish themselves as the next big thing. And that's what we're getting between Devin Booker and fucking Giannis. One of those two players is going to establish himself as the next big star. Okay? Now, Chris Paul was the mentor for Devin Booker. It was the right person to lead Devin Booker to the next level this year because he, he balled. And, you know, the Greek freak, the Greek freak just, you know, that's self expl That's, you know, the Greek freak's is always going to do his thing. My man's a walking bucket. He got literally every thing in his game that you possibly, possibly got to look out for. Because if you're scouting that guy, good luck, because it's hard to find a way to stop the motherfucker. He can go to the paint, get you in foul trouble at the point where he's shooting his 20 free throws a game. He has a decent minute range. I mean, he shoots, he don't shoot threes, but he'll make one or two. Now, next year, if he works on his three-point shot, and he has a jumper along with his inside game and his defensive, like, ability to, you know, tear you down. is like he had a big-time key block against DeAndre Ayton that saved the Bucks from losing because the Bucks were on the verge of getting swept probably. When them first two games, in game one and game two, the finals happened in Phoenix, everybody in mama thought Phoenix was going to win. I know they did. I kind of thought they were, too, and I was kind of shitty. It's like, I mean, I don't want Chris Paul to get a ring, but I just seen a sweep coming. I just For some reason, I seen a sweep. I didn't think the Bucks were mentally or they didn't match up at all to contain the Suns. But little did we know, we was all wrong because they got their shit together and won the next four games, came out from a 2-0 deficit and fucking around and beat the Suns. Everybody bought. Brooke Lopez stepped up. Drew Holiday defensively shut down Booker and CP3. You had Bobby Portis. That first, that's the main reason and the main thing I'm happy about. My man, Bobby Portis. Once the Chicago Bull, my man was out here punching niggas in the fucking jaw, breaking niggas' jaws in practice. To the point where I said on Facebook, he broke Miratich's jaw. To the point where my man had to shave his whole entire beard, go completely. Hairless on his face And get traded to a different team Just to get away from Bobby Porters. Bobby Porters was reckless in the, With the Chicago Bulls Got away from them Went to the Bucks I think it was in the, Well he went to I think it was on the Knicks too Before he went to the Bucks But he bounced around a team or two Found his calling with the Bucks And now my man's an NBA champion Breaking jaws to win the NBA rings I like that I like them field goal stories but yeah, Bobby Porter, Rick Lopez, Drew Holiday, P.J. Tucker. They got him from the Rockets. My man is probably happy that he went from a team where James Harden quit on him, basically. And there was going to be a laughing stock of a team, which they were, after James Harden left. And P.J. Tucker got over to the Bucks, and he's an NBA champion. You know what I'm saying? They just found all the right pieces. It wasn't a super team. Everybody talks about how you got you need a super team to win a championship. No, I was nowhere near a super team. Even the Suns. The Suns didn't have a super team either. I mean, you can call Aiden, CP3, and Booker, quote-unquote, super team. They really wasn't a super team. Okay? They, they were just a team built around with a lot of good weapons to boot around Devin Booker. You bring in a... a, a um Bringing a mentor and an old guy like CP3 to, with a lot of experience in the NBA to coach the young team, because the team was kind of young. You know, Aiden's kind of young. Devin Booker's still young. Cameron Payne is still young. I mean, Jay Crowder was a veteran too. This was his second straight finals appearance. So you bring in veterans to help out these young guys and you know their level, they take their game to the next level, and look what happened. And in the Bucks, same thing with them. They had some um, veterans around. Rick Lopez, a veteran. Drew Holiday, a 12-year veteran. You know what I'm saying? You know, you have these people around Giannis. You you made a good matchup. So I just like the way the finals flow. I, I enjoyed the finals, even though people wasn't didn't like the teams that were supposed to be in it and thought some different teams were supposed to be in it. That's what sports is all about. I mean, expect the unexpected. You can't have the same shit every day. Like, I mean, LeBron's cool. I mean, LeBron's the best player in the game. Well, it was, because now there's a lot of niggas passing him up now. I can name, like, at least four or five, but that's a conversation for a different day. But we've been used to seeing LeBron dominate the NBA and have his way and just walk in and do whatever the fuck you want. And finally, him bringing, getting brought back down to size, whether it's old age or injury. I think the NBA is going to be in good hands once LeBron retires. I mean, I, I appreciate what LeBron's done for the sport, but, I mean, he's at, at about that time, man. You might as well just get ready for Brownie Jr. to come through and probably leave off where LeBron left off. But nevertheless, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. No, I'm not going to say congratulations to Milwaukee Bucks. I lied. You know why? I'm a Pacers fan. And the fact that every single team in the— Central Division has won. The Bulls won a championship. Michael Jordan error. The Cavs won a championship. LeBron era. Uh, the Bucks won a championship. Greek Freak era now. Even the fucking Pistons won a championship with the big fucking what? Bill, Wall- Bill Wallace, Tayshawn Prince, Rasheed Wallace, Chauncey Billup days. Everybody's won a championship. The Pacers, <laughs> the Pacers have a dark yo. The Pacers, they seen and felt what being a championship game was But I was like in 2000 I was probably like what Five or six when that came out Okay When the Malice and, and the Palace happened That was their best shot To get to the finals Look what happened Malice and the Palace Niggas won 61 games that year And still got bounced at the playoffs I think that was the year Where Tayshawn Prince Made that block on Reggie Miller You know The rest is history Sorry Pacers fans for bringing that up But You got to You got to Pacers, the only team in that division that has yet to win a championship. ABA championships don't count. Sorry. I, I wish they could, but they don't count. It's our time. We got Rick Carlisle back. Okay. We got all our pieces back. We just need to stay healthy. If the team stays healthy with the people they got now, if T.J. Warren plays a full season without injury, Miles Turner plays a full season without injury, we'll probably be an injury. Okay, and we get, like, a good, decent superstar, possibly Paul George back. You never know. Never say never. That's what they say. I think it would be our time. Better that be five years, ten years from now. I think with all the teams in the division winning a championship, the Pacers seen that shit and they're not noticed. Like, look, it's our time, too. We can do it. We can do it. I know they can. I believe in the Pacers one day. So, here we are. We in, uh, the season's officially over. The Bucs are Super Bowl. I mean, not the Super Bowl. The Bucs are NBA champion. Greek Freak has uh, opened a door, and now he is on the path to be one of the great all-time players in his league. I mean, shit, look what, Look at his physique. Look, look who the Greek Freak is. He went from a scrawny 6'9'' kid, Weigh, like, 190 pounds to, like, a 6'11", fucking 241 massive genetic freak. There's, no, there's a reason why they call him the Greek freak. My man is just built different, okay? So, the NBA is going to be in good hands with the superstar you have coming through. But now, NBA is over. I think, the, well, the Olympics is in question because with the coronaviruses and the cases going to spike it back up, who knows what the state of the NBA, I mean, the state of the Olympics is going to be. I mean, all these people walking in these places and big, heavy crowds, quote-unquote, saying they got vaccines, and they really don't. And putting everybody else in higher risk to be... Of course, you're going to get viruses and cases spiked up, but... I, the only thing I just wish does not happen is the virus affects the sports. I think sports was already affected enough. Well, the world has been affected by this virus, but having sports, you know, in a different state of what how the sports should have been ran this year or last year, I'm just happy everything is back to normal sport-wise. I just don't want it to go back to normal where they start having the fans not come back, you know. Next year, NBA is going to have fully crowds, full crowds, the NFL about to have full crowds this year, or well, in a couple of months, well, in 50 days, because it's 50 days of the NFL season, okay? Baseball just not getting their fans back. The WWE got their fans back, you know what I'm saying? Everything is going back to normal. And it would be a low-down, dirty shame just to have everybody, everything revert back to the way it was when the pandemic hits. So we'll see, you know what I'm saying? But right now, everything is cool. I mean, the vaccines, are, I mean, that's... Everybody got different opinions on the vaccine. At least we still got masks, you know what I'm saying? At least we still got masks. Right, Excuse me. That always would be a you know that's a plus. Have our uh mask still on and shit. So we'll see. We will see. So no, we just gotta wait. Football season start to replace the end of the end of the NBA season. Been a pretty wild season, but nevertheless, you know we got a new NBA champion. First time in 50 years that the Bucks have won a championship. So, I like seeing shit like that. Teams who haven't won in so long time, you know, reinvent the franchise. And Milwaukee, for a city, and Wisconsin as a state, for them to just be strictly based off of the Packers, because nobody really pays attention to the Brewers. You know what I'm saying? With with everything going on with Aaron Rodgers, this is more of a healing type of a... It's more of a healing for the state of Wisconsin. You don't know the state of the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers keeps bitching about wanting to leave Green Bay, which he should because I'm tired of hearing this fucking, oh, Aaron Rodgers is not happy with the front office. We get it, bro. We get it. Okay, we get it. You don't like the front office. It's not about the money because clearly you turned down the highest paid quarterback contract it's okay. I get it. It's more. It's, it's more to it than money. I understand. I, I, I respect you, Aaron Rodgers, for fighting for what you believe in. But I mean, for the state of Wisconsin, for all that going on, and I mean the Brewers are all right right now, but it's the Brewers, you know, and the Bucks to uh tre- you know, to shed some light and for Bucks to win a championship. And what's going on in the state of Wisconsin and Green Bay, et cetera, it feels good for – I bet it feels good for these, these Wisconsin natives. You know what I'm saying? It's like a consolation prize. You're going to lose Aaron Rodgers. The Brewers might mess around and get bounced or not win the, – well, they go win the division, clearly. But they might fuck around and get bounced in the playoffs. with all fails, at least they got a team in Milwaukee who won a championship first time in 50 years. I'm pretty sure all mine, and. Cousins out there celebrating And to Alicia My dear sister You should have stayed in Milwaukee Okay The one time you want to leave And venture off And do other things Away from Milwaukee Bucks win a championship You never know That would have been my That would have been Probably been my key To get a uh, To give me a, a ticket To the finals I mean I could have You You had the plug You was the plug for a minute And You know I could have... It would have been good to go to a finals game. Like, the tickets would probably have still been high, but I would have probably got a good, decent discount. You never know. Anything's possible. Hell, I would have had a reason to go down there to see you and the party, you know, go to the parade. I might... I could still do that, you know? I could still go down there and visit my, my aunties and, you know, invade the parade because I know the parade will be lit. But Who knows? We'll see. Like I said, never say never. But, yeah, pretty much uh, the NBA has been a good season. I mean, the NBA is officially over for now until, like, October coming back around. Draft, you got to deal with the draft. So, yeah, football to look forward to. October baseball playoffs to look forward to until then, you know. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So yeah, um, now switching gears, like I said in the beginning, I was uh, talking about Donda in, prepara- in the preparation for the album to come out on Friday, um, and like I said, man, this Donda album by, Kande, by Kanye, I mean, yeah, it was a disappointment, Jesus the King was, it was mid at best, I would say that, it was mid, I like his direction, but it was mid, you know? Everybody liked The Life of Pablo. They said that was the last best album he had by himself. I mean, it was not a popular opinion, but I mean, The Life of Pablo was okay, but I could've did, I mean, it wasn't, I didn't really, it didn't pop out to me, but like I said, it was okay. <clears throat> like I, I give it mid at best. So this Donna album, I'm expecting this Donda album to be just as good as my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yes, that's a bold statement to say. But it won't. my it might not be as good or better than my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. But compared to all the albums since that album dropped, I'm thinking Donda is going to be one of the best albums, probably one of the best albums this year besides the J. Cole album. The J. Cole album was honestly it's probably just still the best album of the year. But Donda it's going to definitely be up there for this year. It's one of the top albums. I know for a fact it will. Because all this hype and all, because this shit's been going on for a year. He said last year in July that the album was coming out. He waited all the way to this year for it to finally drop. All these features, all this preparation of going all the way up, being flown all the way up to Wyoming in his private studio, making his beats, having everybody come and collaborate with him. All of this. I'm expecting greatness on Friday, okay? So, I don't, I don't know what to expect from Donda. It's going to be a lot of, um, you know, grievance. Not grievance, but aftermath of his divorce with Kim Kardashian. He has a song in there I heard that people was talking about where he was talking about the marriage and he got emotional with it. And like I said, a little song snippet off the Shakari Richardson uh, commercial. I'm, that's the song I'm definitely looking forward to. So we'll see. I'm expecting big things for this album. And as we continue the year 2021, because 2021 has been a good mu- year for music. I'm not gonna lie, it's been a, it's kind of it's probably been low key, but yeah, low key. It's been a lot of bangers. A lot of bangers that has been out this year. A lot of good albums. A lot of great albums that have came out. Especially in the month of July and June. June, July. I mean, motherfuckers was eating. Motherfuckers were definitely eating this year. I mean, it's uh um, month and In the start of July. They they was eating. So... As we look forward to that, you know. Respect to big things. <sighs> it's 7.51 in the morning. I'm just still... I am baffled the fact that I went, I don't know what happened. I know I had, I was eating some bread pudding, fell asleep, woke up, got all the stains, I mean, shit. (laughs) Recollected myself and finished this podcast. I'm happy. And with that being said, I mean, this is going to be the wrap up of episode 17. Um, like I said, I got the phone back, so, keep, um, keep, be on the lookout for more Moody's Point episodes, cause now I can consistently drop more shit, so, with that being said, this is the end, I bid all of you guys good day, you know my slogan, besides Dawson had a creaky, Moody had a point, your boy Moody is out, peace.